The trial of Lauren Dickerson is now on its third day. Just to remind you of the details of this case, Dickerson is a doctor who moved to New Zealand from South Africa with her family a couple of years ago. She's accused of murdering her three daughters, whose bodies were discovered by their father, Graham Dickerson, when he returned home. Yesterday, we heard the very harrowing police interview with Graham Dickerson, and then he gave further evidence via a video link from South Africa. And today, he has been cross-examined by the defence. A word of warning here, some of the details will be very upsetting to people, so please bear that in mind if you are listening. Martin Van Bainen is covering the case for staff, and he joins us now. Kia ora. Martin, tell us what the courts heard from the father this morning. We got a much more rounded picture of Lauren Dickinson uh, this morning when Graham, her husband, was was cross-examined by the defence. So just to remind listeners, uh, the Crown opened uh, on Monday and painted a fairly bleak picture of Lauren Dickinson as a mother. She emerged as a sort of a fairly cold figure and someone who, who didn't get much joy from her children at all. And that was sort of reinforced a bit by the interview that uh, Graham Dixon gave to the police straight after he had found his family uh, dead in their beds. And he also mentioned the fact that Lauren wasn't a nurturing mother and that she found the whole business of motherhood very, very stressful and very difficult and that she didn't like to cuddle the children nor didn't cuddle the children much. So that was pretty uh, damaging stuff from those two days. But anyway, today, during the cross-examination, Graham began to ex- explain those remarks, saying that they were made at a very confusing time in his life. And he said that those remarks might have really referred only to the last month or so before the uh, before the, the, the girls were, were killed. So then he was referred to text messages and other things. And... Lauren uh, comes out of that as a as a wonderful mother. In fact, some of the, in some of the text messages to her, Graham refers to Lauren as a wonderful mother, the best of the best, and, and in a class of her own in terms of mothers. And you know, you, you can see she she really worked hard at being a mother. She was a super mum in many ways, doing with the doing lots of things with the kids, lots of fun things. Um, being meticulous about their care, being very concerned, but probably too concerned or over-anxious about their safety and and, um, development. Uh, But, yeah, and and she was also caring about other people in her family and and, uh, other families that had newborns should drop off the odd meal and that sort of thing. We got quite a different um, picture of of Lauren uh, this morning. Martin, r- remind us of the defence that Lauren Dickerson's lawyers are trying to establish here and perhaps how their arguments might have been advanced by Graham Dickerson's cross-examination today. Well, the, the defence has to show that either that she was insane, in other words, she didn't know what she was doing was morally wrong, and secondly, always an alternative, that she was so affected by the consequences of childbirth that her mind was disordered and she wasn't fully culpable of murder, but culpable of infanticide, which carries a, a much lesser penalty than murder. So this morning, um, the the defence was was trying to, as, as I've said, was trying to 
present a more rounded picture of Lauren. But at the same time, it was emphasising the fact that already in 2019 and in 2021, she was thinking about suicide. She was suffering from postpartum depression and really highlighting these early signs of mental illness and suicide that that might have been misinterpreted by Graham as, you know, just someone who was very tired and stressed out sort of thing. But so the defence was pointing to to events which uh, which showed that she was really seriously ill at, at various points over the couple of years before the terrible uh, events of September 2020, 2021. Martin, just while we have you here, do we have any idea of who else will be appearing before the court in this case? Well, I think there's, there'll be up to five or six psychiatrists and psychologists will be appearing. So you've got, I think the Crown are calling it one or two psychiatrists and the defence is calling a number of mental health experts. We have yet to see Lauren's interview with the police. Uh, that would be a major point in the trial. And we have yet, we're probably going to hear from uh, some of the friends, some of Lauren's friends who she sent text messages to, you know, really revealing, you know, how bad she was feeling about about being a mother and that sort of thing. Martin, just just finally on this and, and broadening it out a, a little bit, you know, I, I have read some criticism of the reporting of this trial in some quarters, you know, the idea that um, the the granular detail that's being reported is, uh, you know, gratuitous and perverse and unnecessary. I imagine this is something that you've encountered before in reporting on court. What do you say to that? I don't think there's any way of soft-soaping it. If you don't provide detail, then you're accused of leaving people to speculate. And if you do provide the detail, it's, it's too graphic. I would say, look, if you find this sort of reporting really upsetting, then don't read it. Don't you know? You don't have to read this material, but I don't think we'll be doing our duty as reporters, as the eyes and ears of the public, in court, by glossing over material or deciding to censor it or doing that sort of thing. I think it is a horrifying case. There's just no way around it. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any benefit in soft soaping it, except to spare some people's feelings. Martin Van Bainen, thank you very much for your time. Uh, as we have mentioned, staff will have ongoing coverage of that trial throughout the week and we'll check back in with Martin, I imagine, later on as well. Thanks very much, mate. Thank you. Newsable will have comprehensive coverage of this trial, so if you would like to stay up to date, give us a follow on your favourite podcast platform. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emile Donovan. Thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you again soon.